Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Manic Candace podcast. It's your girl Candace back at it again with a brand new episode of the podcast. And today, this morning, this evening, this afternoon, this good night, we are going to talk about paranormal activity. Yep, that's right. Um, I believe in ghosts. I believe in spirits. I believe in the unseen world of the occult. Occult means hidden. That could be like hidden knowledge, hidden out of our view, out of our five senses. Um, How many of you can feel a sense that someone is staring at you, even though you can't see anything? How many of you feel like you're being followed, even though you can't really pinpoint who's following you? That dabbles into the side of the occult when it comes to our senses. And um, I really want to talk about the unseen. It's un, it's October. It's We're almost to Halloween. So I just want to talk about my own experiences with the paranormal. And hopefully this opens up a discussion through my Instagram DMs, through my Twitter DMs, through my Twitter mentions of your paranormal activity experiences. So I just want to kind of go over everything that I have experienced paranormal in my life. Starting in the beginning of my life, my dad accused my mother of witchcraft, um, accused my family of witchcraft. And my dad grew up in a Baptist church, um, very strict Baptist church, like women couldn't wear pants, um, you had to be in a suit and tie every Sunday. And I'm going to quote my grandma on my dad's side. And she says that church ends when God sends it, says that it ends. So, yeah, that's the kind of background that he had. But my family is Native American. And there are some ceremonial practices for blessings, um, for birthings of new babies um just different monuments of life there is a sir there is a ceremony celebration that involves herbs and burnings of sages and things like that it's not witchcraft to the outside christian it is witchcraft but it's not witchcraft so there's that um the first ghost that i saw was of an old man And it was outside of a haunted library. So I don't know if that means anything. I don't, I don't fucking know. There was this one time that my mom went to, I promise this gets good. I promise it does. I know I'm just like lollygagging like, oh, one time I saw a ghost. Oh, there's all one time I saw another ghost. Oh, one time my mom saw a ghost. Like it gets good. I'm talking about. I play with the Ouija board and I talk about demonic possession and like, oh, it gets deep. It gets deep. So just stick around. But I just want to take a moment to say thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for the downloads this month. I've been able to reach my goals every single month and we are almost to 10K downloads total. I'm so excited. I'm going to throw a party. I'm going to make a cake and I'm going to share pictures with you online. But once we get to 25K, that's my next goal. Yeah, that that 
that's going to be awesome. And Spotify Wrapped comes out at the end of the month. So thank you for listening. Please take this opportunity to share this episode and the podcast with your friends, family, and your followers. Okay, let me just get right into it because I... I really, 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 really have this on my mind. And it's almost the 15th anniversary. So we're just going to talk about it. I had the biggest crush on this guy in high school. Okay, I've talked about it. His name is Xavier. And word on the street is that he's gay, which makes a lot of sense. I'll get into that later. But um, he wasn't out in high school. But like now that he's out, allegedly, it just makes a lot of sense why we never went anywhere. Because I was like dying to be with him. Anyway. Xavier was the goth kid in school. Like, if every kid, I mean, every school has a goth kid, has a designated goth kid, and that that was him. We both listened to him. We both liked the same bands, like Deftones and stuff like that, so we got along naturally. I was just so, like, he was just so hot. Like, I was... <sighs> like... He is definitely definitely top three in my whole life. Still has an effect on me. I haven't even fucking dry humped him. But yes, I have. Sorry. <laughs> um, well, one Halloween about 15 years ago, he asked me, just like very casually... Cause, oh, let me just say that he's goth, right? And he's into the occult. So he's into, like, demons and Satan and the dark side and dark forces. And me and Carla had a name for him. We called him DS, which stood for Death Slasher. So, I mean, I, I don't know. We used to call him, like, DS is over there. DS is coming over. DS is across the hallway. Did you see DS today? Like, <laughs> and Xavier would come to school with dry blood on his body. It was fake blood, but nonetheless, it was blood. He would come to school with blood. And I remember, like, during passing here and there, he'd, he'd say things like, hey, Candace, there's this Ouija board at Spencer's. Spencer's is this weird store in the mall. Kind of like Hot Topic, but kind of not. Um, he's like, hey, Candice, I really want to do a Ouija board with you. I don't know why me. I will say that is weird. But he's like, he was very adamant about doing the Ouija board. And I was just like, um, we'll close our eyes, open them again, and discover each other. I'm hoping that my eyes should leave me with a smile. Her lips flows wine. Ha, 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 ha. Sorry. But one day he's like, Candace, I have a Ouija board. And it was building up to that because we would text each other certain things about like, 
stuff to do with witches, like seances. And what a seance is, it's a prayer group or prayer circle where you summon a demon or you summon a spirit. Um, yeah, so I remember distinctly, it was me, Brianna, and Esteban. If you guys hear my dog barking in the background, I apologize. But, um, oh my goodness. Yeah, I apologize. His name is Gunner. He has separation anxiety. I think he real. I think he thinks that I left the house when I really didn't leave the house. I just told him to shut up. Um, it was me and my two best friends at the time, Brianna and Esteban. We were getting ready for Halloween. It was that day, that night. We had school. So. Xavier hits me up. He's like, hey, like, do you want to hang out tonight and do the Ouija board? Now, he named this spot behind the school. And he, he lived behind the school as well. But he named this spot behind the school. And it was an abandoned house. And it was it was a plot of land that was burned to the ground. And it had a house on it. And in the three years that it's been burnt down, no one has come to pick up the rubble. Um, so it's just, so it's a lot of, it's like spiritually, it's a lot of energy because there's, there's loss, there's grief, there is, um, you know, there's a lot of like heaviness attached to that area. So I literally was just like scared i was like we're going to an abandoned house where it burned down and no one reclaimed the land so it was like you might as well have done a ouija board on a indian burial ground i'm not even joking so i know better than to play with the ouija board i fucking know better i'm a christian I'm a Christian girl, non-denominational Christian I was raised. And one thing you don't do is you don't dabble in the occult by playing with Ouija board and playing with tarot cards. Two of the things that I did, that I have done. Um, but yeah. Only because I thought Xavier was hot was the only reason why I played with the Ouija board. I was like, oh, no big deal. I'm saved by the blood of Christ. Like, yeah, fucking idiot. Like, I was like, I'm saved by the blood of Christ. No weapon against me shall prosper for Christ is with me. Like, you know, like all Christian and shit. And then so I convinced two non-Christians... Esteban and Brianna to come with me to play with the Ouija board because I didn't want to be by myself at night with Xavier and the spirits. Now, I don't know if any of you know anything about demons, but they have to be invited. And typically bad spirits, they have to be invited. It's part of God's rules in the occult world. You know, demons just can't attack you willy-nilly. Like, they have to be invited or you have to be in a weak and vulnerable state enough for them to come in and, and wreak havoc. Um, Christians say that the devil's mission is to steal, kill, and destroy your life. And he uses demons as help to do that. 
and um, Christians metaphorically see addictions and mental illness as a result of having demons and demonic possession. Um, now, with that said, let's go off on a tangent. I want to talk about mental illness versus demonic possession. One, you have to believe in demonic possession in order for this to even be an argument for you to consider. But I know that the stigma around mental illness, one of the stigmas is comes from religion, is that it's not mental illness, it's a demon, and that you must have done something to invite the depression, to invite the anxiety, to invite the bipolar, to invite the schizophrenia, whether that be through your lifestyle choices or... Well, yeah, it's mainly through your choices. Life's all about choices. So um, if you are someone who is an addict, um, you know, not making good choices, not making good choices for your health, not making good choices for your spirit, mind, and soul, um, demons could attack you. And if you're someone who believes that, then... Most likely, you are treating your mental illness as something like a character flaw, like a weakness, instead of a disease or a disorder, which it actually is. Um, there's no boogeyman causing my bipolar disorder, my depression, my PTSD. It just doesn't work that way. And... Um, I just want to say that to provide comfort and solace to anyone who struggles with mental illness but doesn't get support from their family. I'm lucky enough to get support from my mom in my treatment for my bipolar disorder um, because I know it's not like that for everybody, especially in the black community. Um, it's like you got to pray the depression away. You got to when depression is treated with medicine nowadays. Um, I've heard comments that are completely dismissive towards mental illness in the black community. And it's um, it's very sad. And my generation of the black community, the millennial, the black millennials, they recognize that mental illness is a thing and that it's not a prayer away from healing, that it actually just, it takes professional help. It takes CBT and DBT. Um, sorry, BHT and DBT, dialectical behavioral therapy and um, the other one. I forgot the other one already, but I've read countless books about this subject mental illness is real it's not a demonic possession i just want to get that out there okay back to the story of xavier i'm your christ and i want you well the person you know it's as well as i do I'm your Christ and I want you. Oh, this world's not for us and you know it's as well as I do. 
We are listening to him's demo tape from 1995, so 28 years ago. They sent this demo to the record companies, and the rest has been history. I love that you guys love what I love, what makes me me, because this is my podcast. And you come back every week or so, and you listen some more. Oh, by the way. I started a job, so that's where I've been. Um, thank you for the prayers. Thank you for the well wishes. Thank you for the uh, like lighting a candle for me and hoping that I would get a job because it happened after fucking five months, dude. Five fucking months. Five fucking months. Alright, so it's Halloween night. 14, 15 years ago. I dressed up like a sailor. And like, I was just so focused on being able to spend time with Xavier because he was my crush. I I didn't care about the Ouija board. I didn't care about the repercussions of the Ouija board. Oh, What I was talking about before I got off on that tangent was demons. Now, there is a demon. Well, all demons have names. And then they have specialties. They have rankings in hell. Um, And so basically, this is all hypothetical, by the way. This is occult knowledge. It's not verifiable to our scientific standards. So... To the regular person, this is all hearsay, but hopefully you're someone who's fun and actually believes this stuff. Um, So, one demon named Zozo is famous for appearing when people play with Ouija boards. Because I, we planned this like a week in advance, me and Xavier. So I was like Googling the Ouija board, everything I could find out about it. And Zozo was a demon that came up in um, Ouija board sessions. And what a Ouija board is, it's a wooden board with plastic film with the the letters of the English alphabet and the sun and the moon um, and also a yes and a no and a planchette. Now, plancha is a triangular-shaped piece of wood with a magnifying glass in it. And then you and the other people that are in the session of the reading board, the Ouija board, the board's planchette will move on top of different letters and it will spell something out. Now, you're supposed to ask the Ouija board a question. A yes or no question or a question that is, has a very short response in order to, for time's sake or something like that. Um, normally what people do is they stay, is anyone in the room with us? And the plancha will either move yes or no. So if it moves, it's going to say yes. Um, but the kicker is, is that anyone in the room playing the Ouija board with you that's not a spirit or it's not a demon could easily be moving the planchette to wherever he or she wants to, tricking everyone else in the room, making them scared, things like that. Um, So one demon that comes up 
that has come up with different people, different times, different walks of life, different languages, different cultures, different countries. One demon that has come up is Zozo. So remember that. Nobody loves no one. Oh, this is so good. This demo, this, this band, Villa, is so good. It's so hard. Oh, my God. One day. Um, so me, Brianna, and Esteban, we're getting ready. We're drinking. We're drinking? We're getting drunk before we play with demons? Oh, my God. And, like... Even even after a week of research, even after having the Bible, even after no, knowing and realizing that I'm about to contact the other side, the, the dark realm of the universe, or according to my world, um, I'm going to be contacting Satan's minion. And I'm just like, that's not... That's not allowed, Candace. You're a Christian. That's not allowed. Like, in the back of my mind, I was telling myself that. Like, hey, that's not allowed. You're not supposed to do that. You, especially you, a believer. Like, you're not supposed to play with BG boards. Because something might happen. What's that? Something? I don't know. But that's one thing you're not supposed to do. And then, so. But I didn't care. All I cared about was, I'm going to spend Halloween night with Xavier Carrillo. Xavier Michael Creo from the grade above me. <laughs> so, he was a senior and I was a junior. And then, boom, that house that burned down behind the school, me, Brianna, and Esteban, we start trick or treating and we make our way over there. We're drunk. We're drunk off gold Jose Cuervo quote-unquote tequila i found out that it's just tequila flavored alcohol so it's probably like the cheapest vodka with tequila flavor and gold coloring and that's why it's 13 dollars for you heaven land your gaze I love it, it's all This is like the best part of the song. my poison sting if you haven't figured it out by now I love this band and I love this man and I will do anything anything 
anything to be in the same room with them. Anything. So we're drunk as shit. Like, we're drunk. We're stumbling. You can smell it. We got our trick-or-treating done. We're drunk. So we start walking. And it's a long walk to get behind the school, right? We went to Sterling High School. So it's a long fucking walk. We're in our costumes. do 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 Hey, we're about to play the Ouija board with Candace's crush. Like, they, they, they didn't believe in Jesus Christ. They didn't believe in the power of the cross. So to them, it was like, oh, we're here to support Candace. <clears throat> we're here to support Candace and her. She's meeting her crush tonight on Halloween. We're just here to support. They didn't think too much about like, oh, my God, I'm doing something crazy. Like I said, I was focused on, oh, my God, I'm going to see Xavier. Oh, my God, I'm seeing Xavier. It wasn't like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm going to contact demons or I'm going to contact spirits. Um, so, uh, or, oh my God, I'm about to break the laws of God. Like I, I was a very, very, like, I wasn't by the book. Like I was very judgmental Christian. I was very, um, hypocritical in certain aspects, but when it came to practicing the occult, I was very respectful about that. Um, but like, it just went out the window when there's a hot guy involved. So, um, I literally, literally, literally just threw out all my morals to spend one night with this guy to play with the weed board. I'm sorry that I'm stuck on that. I'm just like, damn, you had no self-esteem, nothing, 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 nothing at all. So this guy meets us. And he has a mask on that he made himself. And it's scary. It's He made a scary mask. It was a white mask that was just plain white, but it was just freaky. And I, I knew from looking at that mask that he made, there was something sinister about the night. I mean, it was Halloween, full moon. My crush is there. We're going to play with the Ouija board. I thought that he bought the Ouija board that glowed in the dark from Spencer's. I thought that's what he bought. He made his own Ouija board. He made his own Ouija board. So I'm just like, oh, he made his own planchette. He made everything. And I'm like, this is creepy. This is very, very creepy. So finally, we sit down in the, in the circle you know, we're in a circle and we're in the middle of a burnt down house. We're in the middle of the rumble. I mean, like there's ashes everywhere. There's burnt wood. There's burnt furniture. There's burnt pictures of a family. And you just like, you're, if it's like you literally walked in the middle of a fire. Because like I said, that rubble was left there for years. Nobody dared to clean it up. So like I said, a lot of energy. Uh, a lot of bad energy. So what ended up happening is that he pulled out the Ouija board and we asked who's there and Z Zozo answered. Zozo, that demon I was talking about earlier, answered and said Zozo. So it began to spell Z-O-Z-O. -Z -O. And then so we were, I was like shit because I felt like 
it was calling me out because I was doing research on Zozo that week prior of playing with the Ouija board. And I was just like, oh no, this is why God said not to play with the with the Ouija board. So that wasn't the exact reason why he said it. I don't think so. I don't think that's the only reason why he or she said not to play with the Ouija board. But as soon as it said it was Zozo, all of a sudden, like 10 goats come out of the woodworks, my guy. 10 goats, 10 goats, like mid-sized to adult goats. All I see is their eyes flickering in the background in the dark. And then once we saw all the goats, we just ran. But guys, you're not supposed to close out a Ouija board session without asking if you can go. And if they say the spirit or the demon says that you can go, you have to say goodbye. We didn't do that because we got too scared to say goodbye, to ask Zozo if we could leave because of the goats. Um, I mean, what would you do? Halloween night, Zozo said he's here. Ten goats come out of the, come out of the, come out of the woodworks. What would you do? I'd fucking run too. Like I'd run again, knowing what I know. Ten years later. I get a knock on my door. And it's a Ouija board. Yeah. Like telling the story now, especially like with with the ending being what it was, I took that Ouija board that was at my doorstep 10 years later and I threw it in the trash and that's how I said goodbye I've never seen a Ouija board again no one's ever dropped it off no one's ever mentioned it like no no, nothing nothing but I will say if you are gonna play with the Ouija board do it on Halloween night and don't be a pussy and if you need a hot girl or a hot guy to distract you from the fact that you are contacting Zozo from hell, which is the demon, then do it. I mean, you live once. I mean, it's not going to kill you. Not right away. It likes to have fun. Dead. Dead. This is Candace with the Manic Candace Podcast. Thank you for listening. Please share this episode and this podcast with your friends, family, and followers. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. Whenever and wherever you're listening, my friends, I bid you adieu. Until next time, bye-bye.